Welcome to Faith, Fun, and Motivation. I'm your boy, Uncle Cal. We got our big sis, Erica Hill, better known as Motivation Stella. And we got our boy, Pastor Ray, in the building. And as you know, we are Faith, Fun, and Motivation. Today is Friday, January the 21st. We hope that you guys had a magnificent uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, which was this past Monday. Uh, we have a very good topic for you guys today. We're going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of blended families. Um, yeah, you heard the good, the bad, and the ugly of blended families. Welcome to the Faith, Fun, and Motivation Podcast, where we desire to bring hope through faith while healing through fun and living, laughing, and loving daily, and inspiration through holistically motivating our listeners to love themselves and others to the glory of God. Thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, you heard the good, the bad, and the ugly of blended families. Um, and it's kind of great that we have these two co-hosts here. Um, as you see, Pastor Ray, who um, married into a blended family, and then you have Erica Hill, who um, is, you know, her parents got married, and they blended their families together, and so we're going to be talking to them today, and, you know, talking about the good, the bad, the ugly of blended families. So y'all been doing all right today? Y'all y'all doing good on this Friday? Reason. You know, <laughs> well, it is that kind of yeah. vested in this heated blanket. I might have to put a sweater over my arms. You know what? I think I am gonna do that because I need my arms free. Well, I'll say That's this me. here in South Cackalack, South Carolina, they are calling for snow um, today oh, yeah. and End tomorrow. The, yeah, but you know what? Last weekend they called for snow. And I was out here looking, waiting for snow, and we didn't get nothing. So I feel <laughs> oh, like I'm being lied to. We got it. <laughs> did y'all we get any cabin? I know sure. Erica did. I know Erica got snow. Not, not for real. Not for real. Not for real. But, you know, it is what it is. Listen, we're going to go on and hop right into this thing. Um, got a question for y'all. Um, actually, I'm going to start with Pastor Ray, since you always trying to pass it off talking about ladies first. But I'm going to start with you this time. Um, good question for you. Um, I know okay. that you said that, you know, you and your wife, before you guys got married, you both had a child bringing it to this uh, relationship that you guys are in now, you know, before you got married. What was your biggest concern um, about that? You know, you already had a kid. She already had a kid, you know. And so y'all are now merging these two lifestyles together. What was your biggest concern about that? Honestly, my biggest concern was statistics because statistics are not on the side of a blended family. Um, as a matter of fact, as of 2021, over 40% of the families in America are blended and over 70% of those 40% of the families that are blended, 70% of them in a divorce. Wow. And that's, that's, those are current stats. Um, if I was, if I was to go back to 2001, um, I can't tell you that those stats are much better but I can definitely tell you that the ones that we are currently looking at here for 2022, based on last year's stats, are, are, are just worse. And part of that is because blended families tend not, hear me when I say this, 
blended families tend not to really blend. Um, one of the things that my wife and I had to work on was uh, considering each of our kids as our own. Because it's easy, when, when I married Sherilyn, um, her daughter was eight years old. And so, you know, it wasn't like her, Bianca is, is her name. It's not like Bianca grew up with me. And so therefore I didn't grow up with her and we had to really work to have a good relationship because as far as Sherilyn was concerned, that's her daughter. And if we're gonna have a true family that needs to be considered our daughter. And the same went for me. My daughter was three years old when we got married and she, Sherlyn had to change her vernacular to say that regime was our daughter. And it, it took years for that to happen. And so in most families, what happened is they don't blend. Each parent comes into the, the marriage either with a child or one of them comes in with a child and they feel they have to protect that child because that other person don't know them that well. Well, that works against your marriage because the other person then don't feel as though they, they can't say anything. And if you have a child that knows that the other spouse can't touch them, can't say nothing to them, kids will play that, which ends up playing the couples against each other. Hence, we don't have a relationship, divorce. So let me ask you this, Erica. Um, you know, Pastor Ray kind of came from the end of, you know, the parent standpoint. From a kid, you know, you, both of your parents or your mom and whoever, like your parents got together, you came from a kid standpoint. Like, what was your biggest concern? You know, here it is, this, this other person is coming in here who's not my parent or not my biological parent, let me say it that way. Ain't none of my daddy. <laughs> no. Um, I guess from that standpoint, my dad is the only real father I've ever known. He's been in my life since I was, I want to say since I was born for sure, because my parents were long separated and divorced before I turned two. Um, but that my stepdad, and I call him dad, has been, for the better part, the one that raised me. Um, recently, this past summer, I did lose my biological father. He did pass. Um, because I never really had that relationship with him, I can't remember a time that I ever called him dad. I always called him by his first name. And even, you know, to a certain age, to a certain point, um, probably I want to say the better part of my adult life, I didn't start calling my stepdad dad. He was called by his first name too, because it was never, we were never forced to call him anything when we were younger. And so it, it's been the better part of my adult life, at least since I was 20 that I've called him dad. Um, it makes a difference. It, it makes a difference. And not, there's 
not every man can step into the role um, in a woman's life that has young kids and say, I'm signing up for all that you have, <laughs> you know? Um, that was the one thing that when I divorced from my ex-husband is that my kids were young and I didn't want to have, you know, just any kind of relationship and any kind of relationship around my kids, unless I knew it was going to be that, you know, that one relationship. And so they never got to experience me in, in a dating world or anything. And this relationship that I'm in now is the first one that's been really intertwined where my kids, you know, have had an opportunity to see me with somebody else and be around me with somebody else. Yes. Um, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Um, so what would be the best advice that you would give somebody who is, okay, you know, we're, we're all grown and, you know, here it is, you guys, you meet somebody who has a kid prior to you, what would be the best advice that you can give them to say, hey, this is the best way or a great way to help start to blend those families together? If you see that, hey, okay, we are dating someone, is you know, marriage is a possibility, what would be a great advice that you can give them to say, hey, this will help start to blend that family, truly blend that family together? I, I think the best advice that I could give is the sooner that you're able to have that connection with somebody is the sooner that you're able to say, hey, I have kids and you want to kind of try and do events or plan an occasional event where you're bringing your kids around that person because you... <laughs> what's we're adults what's the point in in waiting um you should have already had those conversations it should have already been on the table um, because if you've got kids and i've got kids that that's gonna be a possibility that we're gonna be blending as a family and you need to see if your kids can get along with with their kids and you don't want to wait <laughs> till the last minute to do any of that because kids do react and you don't want a situation where the kids are reacting. I'm not going around them. That's not my, you know, I'm not related to them. I'm not going to be nothing. I'm not doing that. You don't want a situation like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, the sooner you can get the two families together and start doing activities together, the more uh, chance you give the actual relationship to actually survive. And I would add one thing to that. Agree early on that you and that other person are a team. And I mean, you're going to have to work to make sure that stay is consistent because kids do play divide and conquer. I mean, you don't have to come from a blended family for you to actually see that happening. I mean, kids know which parent is the one they can run to for protection and coddling, as well as they know which one to stay away from where that's the disciplinarian. And so they will play you against one another and you have to decide early on that it's you and me, ride or die. Right. 
So let me ask you this, um, Ray. I guess this question is more towards you. Um, how difficult was it, you know, once you got married? I mean, because, you know, you said that she or her daughter was already eight. Was it to be the disciplinary in that household for this child? I mean, this shooter out there, this child who you hear all the time, you ain't my daddy. You know, I'm going to run and tell your mama type of deal. You know what? Honestly, Cal, um, between Sherlin and I, we we just made decisions early on who would and when would one of us be disciplining our children. And so I, I, wanted, I wanted to be stated that like our relationship, like many others, is that the actual birth parent will say, let me discipline my child. That language had to die. Because from respective families, so my daughter's mom actually threatened me and Sherilyn because she was like, if, if she ever touched my daughter, this is gonna happen. <laughs> And it wasn't until Bianca was 13 years old that she actually told me that her dad told her, if he ever put his hands on you, you let me know. When she told me that when I when she was 13 years old, let me tell you, I had an out-of-body experience. Because, <laughs> because, because by that time, I had she, I, she had lived in my house for five years. I had provided for her like she was my daughter because she was my daughter. Her dad was nowhere around. I was taking her to track meets because she was a little track star. I was doing everything. And so when she said, oh, wait, 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 because my wife was like, get her. Sherlyn was like, get her. And I, and, she, and I knew what that meant. I was like, oh yeah, here we go. We finna get into it now. The, 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 the rains were off and I went down into the little basement where my little study was. I had my belt in my hand and I had raised up and she said what she said. Let me tell you, I don't remember much except for this. I heard the spirit of the Lord tell me, go get your wife. Because I was about to go ham on this 13 year old young lady. And when I went and got my wife, she lost it on her because she was like, how dare you talk to him like that after all he's done for you? So whatever I was going to do, let, let the records reflect. I had to pull my wife off of her because she went in. So let me ask you this. How do, how do you recommend dealing with that? I mean, something of this nature when, okay, it's you, your wife, or or you and your spouse, and here it is, you know, she has a daughter and her biological father is, you know, I mean, that's her biological dad. You know, how, how do you suggest dealing with, hey, you know, my daddy said, if you ever put your hands on me, does that really play a factor in your relationship? How did you deal with that? You know, because she still has, you know, it did, you know what, we uh, we did not allow that to play a factor anymore after that day. 
Right. Because it couldn't. It couldn't. Right. Because here's what we understood. If if on that if if in that day on that moment, I never touched her, even though she needed disciplining, or I wasn't allowed to, that would have killed our marriage. Because then that I mean, it would have forever changed. She would have constantly, constantly played that you can't touch me card. You can't put your mm-hmm. hands on me. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, we had to remove those barriers from each of us parenting our children. Right. And so my daughter called Sherilyn mom because I told her, you are her mom. You're taking care of her. You're feeding her. You're taking her shopping and clothing her. For me not to give her full rights and privileges of being her mom would handcuff her ability to be a mom. Right. There was her mom still in her life, though? Huh? There was her mom still in her life or a biological mom still in her life? Kind of. And I do mean kind of. And I don't mean like she was really participatory. She knew she had a mom. She didn't spend a lot of time with her mom. Yeah, I had to quickly make sure that regime knew that there was no passes because her biological mom wasn't active. Right. Well, look, I don't want to be the only one asking questions on this podcast now. I mean, y'all are the experts. No, you asked one of the questions that I asked was that I was going to ask was how early is too early to introduce kids into a relationship. And I think one of the best mature thing that you can do if you had an opportunity is to have your kids, mother, you know, meet the new person that's going to be in your life um i think that that says maturity over anything is when you're able to come together because potentially that's gonna be that child's circle they're going to have potentially two sets of parents and so you you can't say well she don't have to meet her and I don't have to bring her around to meet you and and he don't have to meet him and I don't have to bring him around to meet you. That's that's the wrong attitude to get because if you have young kids, that relationship is going to last a long time. You've got at least until they're 18 years old that that person's going to be in their life that you have to you have to forge a relationship with. You you have to. I would like to. Now I know this is going to be heard. I would like to have a conversation with my ex husband's girlfriend, fiance, whatever she is, but he's not forging that 
relationship. He's not encouraging that relationship. And, yeah. you know, my kids do go over there. They have, you know, I don't intend to not let B have a conversation with my ex-husband, meet my ex-husband, because he's going to be a part of my life with my kids. You know, one of the best things to happen early on in, our, in, in Sheldon and our marriage, it may have been year number two or three, and the problem is more number three. On Mother's Day, because remember, I said this, Calvin, when you first started asking these questions, is that um, Regime's mom, her biological mom was like, don't call that woman mama. You only got one mama. Well, a three-year-old is not going to process all that. And so by year three on Mother's Day, guess who sent my wife a Mother's Day card thanking her for being a mom to her child? By how old? Huh? How old was your daughter? By this time, she was six. Okay. But she, she sent her a Mother's Day card thanking her for being a mom to our daughter. And part of that had to do, part of that had to do with the fact I laid the groundwork down early, ground rules down early, that I hear you, but at the same time, you can't rule our house. And I was completely okay with my daughter calling her mama. At, at, you know, because she basically, for the most part, raised her for several years. Yes. My kids are 15, 16. No, they only got one mama. <laughs> really? Show you right. <laughs> they They do. <laughs> I mean, so, had it had it been early on, you know, I... see those words, "mama," "daddy," they they actually flow out of a relationship. I mean, we can tell kids a lot of things: don't say this, don't do that. But if they have a relationship with that individual, like, here's a great, for instance, when we are doing lives on TikTok, Calvin will say to you, Erica, to go get one of your sons and tell him, Uncle Cal, want to talk to him. Right. <laughs> now, if any one of your boys have a relationship with Cal to which they feel like he is an uncle to them, guess what they're going to call him? Okay. Uncle Cal. Mm -hmm. So those titles, while some people demand that, you know, your child call him, whatever, listen, it flows out of relationship. And so if they have a relationship to which that person treats them like a mom or a, or, I mean, like a, like a dad, a mom or dad, they will just naturally call them that 
because that's what the relationship calls for. I would not tell anybody. So like Cal, because I got a question for you, Cal, since since you are young, young young and in charge and single, would you date a woman that already has kids? Young That's kids. a good question. That's young so kids. Young kids. Yeah, if they have young kids, would you, and the dad is actively involved in their life, would you date or marry that type of person? Ain't never say never, right? Right. Never say never. I mean, that's the best answer I can get you, Cuff. Okay. That's the best answer I can get you. Do do you do you think in your life where you are that you would do you consider yourself mature enough and ready to handle a relationship with someone that has kids? That's a good question. How old are these kids we talking about? Well, I mean, they're fictional. So let's say if they were like five and eight. Yeah, I even throw a mix in there. Let's say they were eight and sixteen because nothing tests your <laughs> maturity quicker than a teenager. <laughs> Man, I can do all things through Christ. All things. All things. Christ is strengthening me. Mm, mm, mm. Next question. Yeah, them teenagers, boy, they will test your mental. Yeah, they will. They will. Want, they want to see how far they can go. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I ain't gonna lie to you though. I mean, being being the guy, I don't know how this gonna go over, but being the guy is you. You have to understand when you're dating a woman who has children. You know, you you have to understand that that's coming as a package deal, and so yeah. the relationship that you have with her kids will determine the relationship you have with her. That's just the way right. I feel. So if right. it's automatically, yeah, I, I ain't scared to walk away. I holler both of y'all. You and Lil Putin get in the car and leave. <laughs> I ain't got no problem with it. what Lil Putin want to act the fool. You ain't my dad. Okay, go on over there with it. Yeah. I, I learned really quick. Tell it all. They gonna tell it all. He don't take out the trash. He don't help da 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 da. He don't cut the grass. He don't come over and shovel snow. <laughs> And I yeah, get it, you know, it, ain't gonna, it ain't gonna be, you know, we farting rainbows and glitter, you know, as soon as we get off. But at the same time, I mean, if the you just gonna know right at the top of the back that hey, if, if yeah, look, listen, listen, I love you, got number respect for you and Lil Pookie right here, <laughs> but yeah, you and Lil Pookie got to go. You got to, y'all got to go. Wow. Y'all got to go. So, Erica, so yeah. do you have half brothers or half sisters? I have, um, I have a half sister. 
so my biological father had an, another daughter so she's um I'm gonna say Jessica's a good 10 11 years younger than me okay somewhere around nine or ten years younger than me somewhere around there um and I have a stepsister no hold and, on Eric, let me ask this hold on let me ask this question did you ever did your wife's biological daughter ever feel like you were showing favoritism to your daughter and your son that you had with your wife more than her? I'm sorry to cut you off, Erica. It's just that was a question I just... That's a great question, Cal. Mm -hmm. So I would say this. So that young lady, her name is Bianca. She's 29 years old. She had our first grandbaby in 20... Ain't asking you all that. Ain't asking you all No, no, no. It all has context. It all has context. Um, in, in, in her lifetime, she has never articulated to me that she felt that I treated her other two siblings differently or better than her. And honestly, I didn't give her a chance to ever think that. I dated yeah. all of I, I dated all of my daughters. This, I took this what them I out on to dates. Go ahead, this what yeah. I need you to do. This is what I need you to do. Um, um, go and call your daughter, what's her name, Bianca, Bianca. and let her know um, and watch this. I want her to answer that in the comments. Got it. And see if we get the same answer that we just got from you. <laughs> yep. So, Bianca, that same question go to you. Go on and drop it in the comments. I want to see if I'm going to get the same answer that your little daddy over here. Oh, Yeah. That's who should have been a special guest today. That's who should have been a special guest. I'm sorry, Uncle. No, you're fine. Um, I can answer that question as well. You know, me and my, my half-sister, Jessica, um, had a conversation with my father when our father was passing, when he was um, in the last few days. And she kind of felt that she thought we were, my brother and I were missing something because we, we weren't always around our father. And I, I kind of had to tell her, I didn't feel like I was missing anything. I, I had a dad. <laughs> I was raised by a, a, a very good man. So I didn't feel like I was missing anything that I missed, that I had, that I missed the connection. I never felt that way. So, Erica, um, do you have any concerns personally? In do your what? current, do you have any concerns personally in your current relationship that if this does go someplace, the blending of your families? Because if I remember right, isn't his his sons um, older? His he has a son and a daughter, and they're both eighteen. They'll both be graduating from high school and. Um, going off to college so I I've had an opportunity to meet his son and his son does ask him about me kind of regularly when they talk his daughter he doesn't have a, a real relationship with for mm -hmm. you know for there to for 
I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I can't say. Um, and as far as, you know, my kids are concerned, I've, I've got 24, 15, and 16. Um, only one of the kids hasn't met him. And I think that's got its own separate issues I don't want to go into. But um, those, you know, that connection has been made and, and opened up, you know, communication gates to him to allow him to get to know my kids more. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't have any concerns where that is. Um, not right now. Do you guys have friends that are in blended families or relationships? Any of them happen? Okay. His best friend um, married a woman that had a son and practically raised him. And so that kid's in college now. (laughs) So they've, you know, they've done good. Calvin, do you have any blended families in your family? Yes, yes, I have to think about it, yeah. I think it's just, it it boils down to the point, I think the older you get, the harder it is to actually, how can I word it, not be in a blended family. Correct. These I mean, days, because it's, it's very rarely that you find someone that doesn't have kids. You are so right. I mean, it ain't going to say that. This Facebook, I'm trying to keep it PG. This is a PG rated show. Everybody ain't safe. Everybody ain't safe like I am. Like these two heathens right here just going around. Just... You see what? what he did there? You see what he did? Uh, he he tripping. My kids got the same daddy. All of them. These two <laughs> got the same daddy. <laughs> what you talking about, heathens? <laughs> heathens, right here. I see what Calvin did right there, boy. Mm. It's it's so much. It's so much we can say to roast you right now, but boy, you right. This is Facebook. And Zoom, this is going on multiple platforms, and we don't want to get banned. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. The foolishness. Let the record reflect, Erica, that this is the first time that Calvin is drinking water on. Calvin ain't at home. I always drink water for number one. Don't be putting my business out there. How you know I ain't at home? (laughs) Because I know you ain't at home. I'm always at home. The lies you tell. You are correct, Erica. That I always. I'm used to a different type of bottle. I've I've never seen you have a life water bottle. Cause he ain't at home. (laughs) No, you're not. No, you're not. (laughs) Let me see the color of that carpet. (laughs) You ain't never seen my carpet for number one. Yeah, that's how you tell, boy. <laughs> like I said, back to the top. Oh, worry about my bass. 
You ain't never hey. been inside my house. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. So do, do any of you have horror stories of blended families um that you that you know about that without saying names, of course, um that I mean really fit these statistics that like I said, seventy go ahead. Listen, all I can say is go to my TikToks. I see a lot of stories on my TikToks. You can see all kinds of stories on my TikToks. I I just I have a lot of friends that are you know blended fam that have blended families. They're they've married someone and they have kids and their kids and you know so it's like. Calvin said, it's, it's just how it is right now. So both of you go to church churches. You have a church home. Can you remember a, a time at your church that there was a ministry specific to blended families? I mean, that's 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 if you technically just for that ministry, no. But I mean, if you really think about it, that's how many families in church. Well, let me put it this: way. I asked the question, how many families in churches don't have blended? I mean, majority of the families you might think of may have blended families, or it may be 50-50, I'm or a good portion of them. Okay. You know, it's not. It's not rare that you say, okay, hey, one or two families out of the whole congregation are blended. I mean, it's kind of, you're kind of preaching to the choir. You know, the majority of the churches are kind of like that, where the majority mm-hmm. of the congregation is blended families or of such, or sort of. Okay. So you're, you're proving a point that I was about to make, but I'm going to make it through a question. Don't you think that there should be more resources for families that are coming together that are blended since they have the higher rate of divorce. Do, do you think that our churches should have programming? I'm not saying a sermon series. I'm talking something a little more, a little more extensive than a sermon series um, to help our families that are blended, that are struggling because most blended families struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should. They should. They should. Do, do, let me ask you this: do you, Does your church have a program that's strictly dedicated to blended families? Church has three things. Uh, one of them, there's a conference that's put on every year. Um, that is specific for blended families through family life today. And so we will participate in that from time to time. But we also, we we run a program called the Art of Parenting, which covers all of that. So it covers, you know, nuclear families, you know, where there's no blending. That's just, I mean, that's, that's the family they were born into and that's it. We have adoptive families, which are another level of a blended family. Then we have blended families. So we, we do do programming to try to minister to 
those those types of families because they definitely, I mean, we were one of them that are in need. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. As a single man, Calvin, would you what what advice would you give? Because you asked Erica and I for this. I mean, even I, I know you're not married and I know you don't have a blended family, but that doesn't mean you don't have an opinion about something. And I'm pretty sure you spend a lot of your time reflecting off of what you see in here. I mean, you do funerals, you, you, you're a doctor. So you see blended families in your, in your jobs that you do. Or is there any advice that you have been able to glean from watching how these families interact? No nope. advice. Man, look at it. You better take it to the Lord and pray. Is it is it something that you're looking forward to? I mean, are you looking forward to having either your own kids or if you're nope. not able to uh -uh. have kids, nope. having nope. enjoying someone else? Okay. Look, listen, remember, I remember Erica, he like him 50 and older. There's a listen, reason for listen, that. Listen, listen, can I, let, let me ask the question. One, do am I expecting my own kids? No. Uh -huh. I'm good. Number two, like he just said, I want somebody who already got their kids, is grown and at the house and working on their own family. You feel? Me? No. What? Uh -uh. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. We're going to talk, Eric. Can you imagine Calvin being somebody's daddy? No. Nope. Can you imagine uh -uh. that? Can't do it. Can't do it. I mean, I, I can. Uh -uh. I mean, you know. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, dad. The, the thing grown. about it is, the thing about it is, even a little girl, because that little girl would be so freaking spoiled by him. Oh yeah, she would have him wrapped around her little finger. That's true. Daddy, can I? Daddy, can I? Oh, big daddy, can you get me this? <laughs> you know what I envision, Eric? I envision Calvin going to a daddy-daughter dance. And she just melted his heart. That oh nope. my god, yes, uh -uh. yes. I told y'all, I'm dating somebody. Her with a little poofy oh. lace dress on, uh -huh. and her little shiny patent leather shoes, bows all yep. in her hair, and the biggest yep. smile in the world. Yep. I don't care what you envision. I'm telling you what's gonna happen. And I'm uh. -uh. If I if I'm dating somebody or marrying somebody who has kids or a child, yeah, they already grown on their own at the house. I've, I've heard of women over fifty being more fertile than they ever were, and so you know, <laughs> anything's possible. Sarah was her name. Having yeah, Isaac name was her was. game. Yeah, what a name was. Really don't don't care what her name was. That was back in the Bible days. I'm telling you what it's gonna be. Nope. We, we, gonna, uh -uh. we gonna get you a Sarah. Mm -hmm. Like I said, listen, listen, faith, fun, and motivation audience. If you ever thinking about dating me, you better have your kids already at the house on their own. They are. They better be already at the house or on their way at the house. Hey, look, look, I want to say this. I want to say this before, you know, we get to our regular everything, you know, 
My name is Motivational Stella. I'm your girl, Erica Hill. Go follow me on TikTok. You can follow me on Facebook. You can... You can page I need to get back to posting to but there are videos out there I'm about to be doing a lot I've got book two I'm working on it's gonna be awesome I've got my Etsy page up Akiri's designs I can make t-shirts cutting boards mugs I got you reach out to me I'm the crafty diva and and just say hi you know what? That was your motive. You know, you know what? I'm going to let that be your closing right there. That that was your closing. That was your closing. Good right job, Big Sis. Good job. Pastor, Pastor, you might as well go and give us some faith. And go Chiefs! And go Chiefs! There we go. Right. Chiefs Kingdom. Hello, Chiefs go Kingdom. Go Chiefs. <laughs> Pastor, you might well go on and give us some faith in that because she didn't give you Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here's my encouragement to every um, blended family out there. Um, in case you didn't know it, Jesus came from a blended family. Joseph was not his father. God was his father. Jesus had other brothers and sisters because Mary didn't stay a virgin. And so with those facts remaining, do know that having a successful blended marriage is possible. And let me give you the secret to having a successful blended marriage or family. Keep God first and follow your boy, Pastor Ray. P-A-S-E-R underscore Ray on TikTok <laughs> because Calvin has hundreds of thousands of followers and I'm still struggling to get to 10. So hook your boy up with some love, with a follow, a like, a share, comment, do it. Because Calvin definitely don't need another follower. Not another one. Not a That's one. That's my faith piece. God bless y'all. <laughs> Listen, are y'all done? I'm not even laughing. About that. I'm not. I tried to keep a straight face. I was thinking, this dude done brought Jesus to the blended family trial. <laughs> like, I had to catch my mouth because I was really like, okay. <laughs> he is so Whitney. He was. Absolutely. Oh, God, give us some fun. Give us some fun, baby. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Listen, they didn't got their little raps out. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> While he's laughing, I'm going to put my stuff in the comments where you can find my Etsy page, where you can find Motivational Stella. So have at it. <laughs> listen, listen. Um, it's going to be a lot of podcasts like this um, that just 
I guess I didn't talk enough for the first three seasons. I can't tell you nothing about blended family because at the moment I'm not part of one. But um, enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. Enjoy. <laughs> enjoy your life. Enjoy your kids. Enjoy. Just enjoy yourself. And and follow. And follow these two at Pastor Ray and Motivational Stella. Um, I you got can a follow my blurry too. thing, my blurry background. Hold on, that's what that you is. Know, hold on, Pastor Ray, hold yours back up again. Hold yours back up again. Let let us see it. Now y'all see that they following, right? So go ahead and follow your boy. You see them numbers, right? Y'all see them numbers. <laughs> Ladies love Calvin underscore. You ain't got to worry about me looking like Pastor Red, him looking like me. You going to know the difference in all three of our accounts. So you going to know the silhouette in the background. Listen, follow your boy. Follow Pastor Ray. Follow Erica Hill. And more than anything, we always talk about TikTok following, but follow us here on Faith Fun and Motivation on our Facebook page. Um, you get Motivation on Mondays. You get Testimony Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I need to start back doing my Word Wednesdays. I know. So I missed a couple Mondays. <laughs> so it's, it's much more on Facebook. Um, you also get the visual to the audio on Fridays. So if you come yes, on over to Facebook, you get much more than just the podcast. Um, the audio podcast, you get the visual. Then, like I said, you have motivation on Mondays, testimony Tuesdays, and work Wednesdays that you can interact with us um, on. The, we actually do that live, um, everything we do. And so you can interact with us individually and as a whole. Um, know that we love each and every one of you guys. Um, we got a um, special guest that's going to come up. Um, I don't think next week, but the week after, we got a couple Maybe more guests. Yeah, yeah, we got a couple more special guests toward the end of the season. But know that we love each and every one of you guys. We hope that you enjoy this podcast. And we pray that, that you have an amazing weekend. Know that we love each and every one of you guys. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. I'm glad that I was able to speak and put some distance between them and me. Follow your boy, Ladies Love Calvin. Know that I love each and every one of y'all. Y'all be blessed. Cut it off.